0: The year is 1994. Netscape Navigator gets released. Nancy Kerrigan is attacked, forcing her out of the U.S. figure skating championships. Nelson Mandela is elected president of South Africa. The North American Free Trade Agreement is founded. And the Northridge earthquake registers a 6.7 on the Richter scale in Los Angeles, California. Can Names and Naniel make a new Nong out of NASPEX from 1990 Nor Nongs? This... Is Nakenstein's nuke
1: It came back around for me on Nuke Knox. I figured it would.) <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: because I hate Fort Knox so much. I could see the, the look on your face <laughs> when I started with names and Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw it come back at Nuke Knox, nuke Knox. Oh goodness. Well, I realized all of those facts that I was writing down began with N, and I was like, I'm just gonna
1: go with it. Absolutely. And and absolutely.
0: And so, salute Newt Newtney Newt Rockney Newt,
1: Newt Rock. Ro- okay. Gonna, yep. Classic Newt Rockney go- joke. Everyone's gonna make that Newt Rockney joke. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Hi James. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. I think. Let me. Yes, great. I'm doing great. I got my pink shirt on. Because we saw Barbie yesterday, very nice. What did you think? It ruled. I was, was so I was very nervous good. because I didn't want to go into it and be like, "Oh no, it's something that makes me what?" Nope. It was the most evenly feminist movie I've ever seen in my entire life. It was, it was uh, ugh, exactly so what I wanted it to be. Yep. Can I tell you my favorite line? Yes, please. <laughs> to the casting director Margot Robbie is the wrong person to- <laughs> when you're trying to make this point it was very good Ch- oh. chock full of great humor just so good and I love movies because I'm a narcissist um, that I feel like I could have maybe written like they have sort of my my voice and the first like three lines I was like oh I like this this, yeah. this feels good so yeah Love that! I'm basically Greta Gerwig. I love that. Not Noah Baumbach. All right. Nope. You
0: heard it here first. Let me just write that down real quick. Cool. I'm mm. Basically, Greta Gerwig, James Anderson, man, Sis <laughs> White, man. July twenty seventh, twenty twenty three after seeing Barbie.
1: Okay, cool. Got that down. Good. I'm glad that we have that documented, because... Yes. Alan was my favorite character. Alan was great.
0: Yeah, I I really enjoyed the Barbie movie as well. I have yet to see Oppenheimer to complete the Barbenheimer, but I'm sure that will happen at some point.
1: Mutual Friend Az's review of Oppenheimer made me go from, eh, to, hmm. So that's... That's a pretty, uh, pretty good, nice review. Yeah, mutual friend Taylor's
0: review of Oppenheimer was: "Don't go see it, and go see Barbie a second time." I could
1: also see that. I could yeah. also see that. The dancing alone was just oh god! This is what the dancing, movie. the music. Yeah. Hey, the, the uh, comedy Frankenstein's jukebox alumnus Dua Lipa. Yep, Lizzo and Lizzo, whose real name is Jennifer, apparently. Mm -hmm. Or something to that effect. It's not. Kristen was like, hold on. Is is that Lizzo's real name?
0: It's Melissa Jefferson. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Oh, Melissa. I bet Melissa, Melissa, Melissa. Melissa, Lizzo. Yep.
1: Oh, we got it. We got there. We got there. We got there. We are doing some
0: 1994 work up in here. We are doing some work in 1994.
1: Happy 1994, James. Oh, thank you, thank you. Happy 1994 to you as well. It's the one time in in, in history that people have said happy in 1994 in the same sentence. That is correct. No one's God, ever I'm said it. Roasted that year. I was
0: looking to see when uh, Liza was born to see if she was born in '94. She was not.
1: Before that. She was. She's an
0: '88 baby. Nice. Oh yeah.
1: Nice, nice. 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 We rule. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Thank
0: you. <laughs> thank you. I worked hard to be an '88 baby. I mean, you know. I'm. Yep. I didn't. Listen. This episode's off
1: to a weird start. <laughs> I'm gonna blame it on Nankenstein's nuke knocks. I mean, I think that we can blame a lot of stuff on Niekenstein's nuke It Feels like I have a cold, but I don't right? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Let's talk about our 1994. Let's. Let's do. Let's do. May may I talk about my 1994? You may. Great. 1994 was a big year for me because Green Day's Dookie came. No, uh, my sister was born. And that was, for 10 and a half year old James, something new. Yeah. when Went a decade without. And then, uh, you know, moved to the East Coast and boom, it was like East Coast uh, fashion is not only children, it's uh, siblings. So, you know, we got, we jumped That's on right. that. Right. Love that. Yeah. So, 1984, big year. Um, I would have been in sixth grade. Hold on. Seven is eighth. Six is seventh. Five is the end of six. So, four was the end of fifth. So, it was, it was fifth grade end of 5th, beginning of 6th, and uh, that was, you know, halfway through our time in Annapolis, and right before we went from Naval Academy Primary School to Bates Middle School, which I liked for the most part. It was the one time I'd been bullied, but I loved it. Um, it was a, a, a majority black uh, middle school and just like some of my favorite people I've ever I've ever met went to that school but my parents were not fans of me walking to school via like the streets of Annapolis so we moved to northern virginia uh which you know see previous episodes of uh Frankenstein and jukebox yeah yeah i mean you know yeah i think that's i think that's it it was my sister was born and i was in Annapolis just you know meeting people I got introduced to, my friend Dylan introduced me to that Green Day album pretty quickly. So, it was good. Good stuff. Daniel, how was your 1994? You were a, a little small one. A yes, small, a my, small one.
0: my parents would have started improv that year, Ooh. which was a, a, a hugely influential
1: thing on my life. Did you start that sentence with, yes, and my parents would have started improv that year? That's uh, no, I didn't actually say and. What a, what a missed
0: opportunity. <laughs> but yeah, so I was six. Okay. First grade going into second grade, I believe, if I'm doing that math right. No. Yeah, that would have been kindergarten going into first grade, I think.
1: I think that's right. Because if we're five years difference and I was fifth into sixth, then you would have been K into one, assuming... Yes. Yeah, you, and you're born in the first half of the year. So yeah, I think that early, early elementary school, probably first grade in there somewhere. I know first grade was involved. There you go. I think that's the key point.
0: One one way or the other, first grade was involved. Yes. And I had a teacher, Mrs. Roberts. Okay. And uh, I also had a classmate whose name was Sandy Roberts. And there were a couple other people. Sandy uh, had a mother who we referred to as Mrs. Roberts. Mm. Uh, And there were a couple of others that I knew. And... I made a statement to my family at one point that stuck around in our minds for a little bit, and the statement was, I know four people named Mrs. Roberts. Mrs. Roberts, Mrs. Roberts, Mrs. Roberts, and Mrs. Roberts. Story checks out. Listener, I was not i was not trying to be funny. I was legitimately <laughs> listing them in my mind.
1: <laughs> I know four people named Josh. Josh, 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 and Josh. I mean, like, it makes sense to me. You were saying the things as you knew them. I think that that's hilarious also may i congratulate you on like first grade mind that's a that's kind of a a, kind of a big thing to hold in your head to be like i know four people with this name and here they are i mean you know i know you said the same name four times but you were you know you were delineating the four people and yeah that's pretty big for a for a first grader that's well thank you yeah thank you you were gifted uh, I'm one of those gifted burnt out kids,
0: GBK. That's literally all that I have for my 94. Okay.
1: Shout out to w- many or all of the Mrs. Robertses?
0: Yes, shout out great. to them all. I'm sure they were great. Fantastic. Julie, I know Roberts. my teacher Mrs. Roberts was great.
1: Fantastic. I love that you have always just been s- just very you. And I really like that one. Oh,
0: well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Well, with that being our years... Yeah. ...spoken of, Mm -hmm. let's jump into our honorable monsters. Let's do. It's not that they weren't good enough. It's not that they weren't up to snuff. It's just that we... ...didn't pick them. So we asked... Our Discord, our friends on the ScavNet Discord, and we got a couple of great responses. Ty from Side Character Quest, great show on the mm-hmm. network, check it out, gave us both Basket Case and Welcome to Paradise by Green Day. Correct. Yes. <laughs> that album, that album, any a song off that album, you pick one, correct. Yep, absolutely. Yep, not a miss. Not, nope, not a single one. And Jarf gave mm-hmm. us quite a few. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal year. He had Nas's The World Is Yours, mm-hmm. Beastie Boys Root Down and Sure Shot. Yep. Outcast Ain't No Thang. Early Outcast. That's probably first Early like Outcast. Yeah. Madonna Take a Bow. Love
1: it. And Pavement Gold Sounds. There's a Barbie joke about pavement, and I really liked There is, and it (laughs)
0: killed me. It was so good. And no one around me was laughing in the same way that I was. I don't
1: think anyone else got it. What's the name of the Magnetic Zeroes guy? Edward Sharp. Oh, wait. The uh, 69 Love Songs. Oh, 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 oh. oh. The other Uh, Magnetic Zero. (laughs) Right. Magnetic Fields. The Magnetic Fields. Magnetic Fields. There we go. I was like, what? That?
0: Yeah. Stephen Merritt. Okay. Got Stephen Malkmus, Stephen yeah, Merritt. Got it. Makes sense to mix those yeah, up. Got it. Cool. Yes. Good list. Good list by Jarf. Good list by Jarf for sure. Just some great, some great songs from folks there. Thank mm-hmm. you everyone for sending us your honorable monsters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, James, would you like to share with us your honorable monsters?
1: I would be. Absolutely delighted to. Uh, my first uh, Honorable Monster is also from Dookie. It is called Coming Clean. And it is a fast, quick song about coming out of the closet. And I love it. And it's very quick. And it's very... It is uh, sort of an all-encompassing... Like, my sort of parents, don't, parents just don't understand sort of levels of stuff. Like, you know how mm. people often compare Green Day and The Fresh Prince? Um, this is why um this song okay <laughs> uh my next song is uh notorious big uh warning um from ready to die uh the whole album is really really good uh this song was was a contender because it tells a really interesting good story and um there's it's it's a narrative that the way that biggie raps weaves the like they're like basically he, he he has red herrings within his own verses and i think that that's like unmatched they're like it's like uh my friend called me up and said you remember these these people and i was like yeah they're friends with me they wouldn't do anything no not them but they were telling me that such and such it's just uh oh, so good um next i have weezers surf wax america um oh i mean the blue album every song every song on it is great um i like a surf song uh and that was why i picked that one in particular for my honorable monsters it's weird nice doing it like this where they were actually contenders it's weird because it feels like i'm like oh wow why did i pick that specific weezer song uh because there was a there was an, a, an aspect that i was thinking of of taking then i didn't yes I have my Beastie Boys song is uh, "Get It Together." I believe that is the song with Q-Tip from a tribe called Quest. I think, and uh, if it is, it does contain a, a line that uh, Real Big Fish would later quote in one of their songs, which uh, nice. recommends it to me. Yeah. And then my final honorable monster is honorable monster. Amazingly, is from REM's "Monster," um, which came out in 1984. I did not think about that. Uh, but it's uh, that whole album is really good. It's if you, if you wish REM was like a grungy, grungy band, that's monsters. The one for you. Yep. And, uh, but also like, if you wish that they would do like far more falsetto stuff, that's also the album for you. And uh, the song I picked was called, it's called tongue. Um, I could have easily picked strange currencies or what's the frequency Kenneth or bang and blame or whatever. It's just a, it's really, really good. So yeah, those are my honorable monsters. Love it, love I, it. Great. I would picks. love to no. know. Thank you, thank you so much. I want to know what your good picks are because I I just have this feeling that they're going to be great. Not to not to raise expectations. I mean, you know, I just have this feeling. Fair.
0: So speaking of pavement, mm-hmm. I went with "Cut Your Hair" by Pavement. Okay, excellent, excellent. This is solid, solid song. Uh, got a fun kind of, I don't know, there, there's like a, it's not a call and response. There's like one line where someone says something and there's a response to yeah. it from a different person. And I just love that Yeah, bit to him. What about the voice of Getty Lee? How did it get so high? I wonder if he speaks like an ordinary guy. And then another voice comes in and says, I know him. And he does. <laughs> and the response to that is, you're my fact-checking cuz. I love that very, very much.
1: Yes. Is that also the song where they diss Billy Gorkin? No.
0: Okay. Different song. Different song. One of my absolute favorite songs as a kid mm. starts off with this great little growl and then a funky bass line. Okay. It is Biscuit Head by Spin Doctors. Wow.
1: A Spin Doctors song that isn't one of the two Spin Doctors songs. That's amazing. That is
0: correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's Biscuit really Head cool.
0: was, is so much fun. It's... Yeah, it's, it's really great. It's got a good bass line to it. Ooh, I like that. And it's just really fun to sing, you got a biscuit head, especially double-decker biscuit head. It's great. Ooh. It's great. It's a
1: great song. I love that. Love that.
0: Go out and listen to it. If you haven't heard it, go out, listen. It's fun. Ha- I dare you to not have fun to that song.
1: After your Honorable Monsters, I want to tell you, just in case that you did pick this or from this, I had a different song in mind when you were describing it, and you it didn't stop being applicable to the song until like the funky <laughs> bass line. And I'm really excited to tell you what it was. I <laughs> cannot wait. Very
0: difficult choice that I changed out just before beginning recording. Ooh,
1: okay. Uh, I went with "Ain't No Good" by Cake. Okay. So this is early, early Cake too. First early album. Cake. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Such a good song. Good, like, driving, almost swing-like guitar mm. uh, with some mutes. I love a good strummed mute yeah, on the too. guitar. Absolutely. And then another song similar to Cut Your Hair that I wouldn't learn of until later but would become obsessed with not the right word. But when I'm mm. trying to write a good, like, horror something, like if when I'm writing for any of the horror RPGs that I like to run – this is one okay. of the songs that I that I put on. Okay, particularly, uh, it is "Red Right Hand" by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds.
1: Oh, yes, yes, hundred percent, yes. I know it from the Scream soundtrack because there's different versions, but yes, the atmosphere on that song is just ugh, chef's kiss. The uh, the first
0: usage of it that I knew was in the Hellboy movie. Okay. That makes first sense. The first Hellboy movie. Yeah, it makes sense because he's got a big, giant, red right hand, and yeah. I loved Hellboy. Hellboy was my favorite comic growing up. God,
1: you're so uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but... It's like Fantastic Forest family over here, and you're like, Hellboy, let's do it. Hellboy.
0: Give me the BPRD.
1: And then last up, it's hard to go through the
0: 90s. I know I... I have not yet this decade picked a They Might Be Giants song. Mm-hmm. This one, this year, wasn't going to cut it, but Sleeping in the Flowers by They Might Be Giants is a
1: very, very close one Excellent for me. Excellent. Okay. I have uh They Might Be Giants question. How many more albums do we have left in the 1990s? Uh, I
0: believe, let me just uh, double-check something here. I think, because this is 94. For two more? Two, maybe. Yeah, I think at least two. Yeah. Maybe three, but I think just two. Okay. All right. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, so, I mean, I know which year I'm going to be doing my TMBG song. Okay. But it it was it's hard to go through the 90s and pick the the TMBG song i want to go with throughout the entirety of the 90s. Right. Right. Because there's a lot there. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. uh those are my honorable monsters.
1: Those are great honorable monsters. The song that i thought you were talking about when you were talking about Biscuit Head by Spin Doctors was be prepared from the Lion King soundtrack. Ooh. Which does start off dark and does start off with a growl, but it is a lion. Not uh, like a, a, you know, not lion. You know how humans are called not lions sometimes? When you split the, the world into lions and not lions? Yep.
0: <laughs> oh, so good. Well. <laughs> Let's delve into it then. Absolutely. Absolutely. James. Yes. For
1: 1994, what was your pick? I was a church kid, Sunday school kid, very timid little guy. So when I heard Nine Inch Nails is a song closer, which isn't my pick, I was scandalized. Quite scandalized. Then... Five years later, uh, when they came out with uh, The Fragile, I actually listened to any other song besides that, and I was like, oh, I see uh, that this is excellent, and then many more years after that, I finally got around to listening to the whole Downward Spiral album, which is an excellent album, and that is where my song is from. Uh, I picked March of the Pigs. Nine Inch Nails is uh, weirdly one of my songwriting people. like touchstones, just because I like the idea of Trent Reznor being like, and then I'll scream really loud here, and then industrial breakdown here, piano here, you know, just like, I, I like the idea of, of just sort of crafting some of that stuff. I like Trent Reznor's craftwork, which is what they called Nine Inch Nails before they got a name. And that's, that's what it, we're going to get sued by Trent Reznor, personally. That's and craftwork. And craftwork. <laughs> In a joint suit or or uh, adjacent suits,
0: adjacent suits. Cute, love it.
1: So uh, I picked March of the pigs, and uh, it, so I'm like, it's funny because it's there are many all many of my other uh, honorable monsters I've been listening to since right you know ni- since the 90s at the very least. But this song, like the a bunch of songs from this album, made like the final you know top 20 cuts of my honorable monsters. So I was just really interested to be like. Okay, all right. We'll go with we'll go with a, a song from this album, and this one is it's a weird one, and uh, I really like that a lot. So that is my love pick. It. I love it. I love it. I uh, Danny, you probably have a pretty similar pick. What did you uh, What did you bring to uh, the table today for uh, for your for your pick? Probably something industrial and like uh, kind of grungy.
0: If we go with industrial grunge rock and take just a little half sidestep into indie acoustic rock.
1: <laughs> right, right, right.
0: Small little, small step. Right. Right. An adjacent suit. Yeah, an adjacent suit to it. We'll find ourselves the band Guster, mm. uh, who released their first album here in uh, in 94. And... uh Boy, it's a good one. There's so many great songs on it. But the f- the first one that really like caught my ear was Parachute. Okay. A beautiful song and I'll get into more on that uh when we're talking about the aspects, but uh just a just an absolute bop. Mm. Bop's not the right word. Groove? Mm. No. Just a great song. Mood? I guess mood works. Yeah, mood.
1: Yeah. Huh. It's a it's a, it's a vibe, maybe? Uh, I don't know if I'd say it's a vibe. Uh, it
0: contains it's vibrations. It's, it does contain vibrations. That's what music is. <laughs> Good vibrations, even, uh, most True. of the time.
1: True. Yes. Often. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Love Marky Mark.
0: James, I want you to think about what
1: you just said. I want you I'm not, to think about it. I'm not only going to think about it, I'm also going to feel it, feel it. Hey, listener, want to know a secret James Easter egg while while Daniel processes the various ways to destroy me from the internet? If you ever see me on social media, just post, feel it, feel it. That means that I'm listening to Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It's a fun little Easter egg. Because it's the most ridiculous it's a ridiculous part of that song. <laughs> it is a
0: ridiculous part of that song. <laughs> let's jump into our
1: aspects, let's, then. Let's do. We, let's see. Uh, uh, Marky Mark. Okay, yeah. yeah next is aspects. So, yes.
0: Yep. Yep. We're, we're going straight through the script here, just as expected. <laughs> so, we'll take that half step from Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch back to Nine Inch Nails.
1: Right. Trent Reznor and the Funky Bunch is what he wanted to do. Trent
0: be. Reznor and the... Yep. Trent Reznor and the and the Funky Nails.
1: Uh, oh. What aspects did you did you pick for us? Okay, my first two aspects were originally one aspect, and then I realized that having a semicolon within the aspect probably means that there were two aspects. Okay, so um, the first aspect that I have is, and I'm excited to see where we go with this, with uh, whatever aspects you've picked. Loud versus okay. I don't necessarily need a. Uh, it to be the same definition of loud, but um in March of the pigs there's a it's a quite loud wall of sound uh, and um, not that kind, but like a lowercase um, so that is one, and so then the other one uh the way I worded it was uh, I put a um solo question mark piano on the chorus. I put a question mark because. I'm not bound to it being solo if, if we need to make it among the only things. I just want it to be sort of there's piano and not a whole lot else. Okay. And right. then uh, finally heavily distorted vocals. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> so I've
0: got loud verses, solo, piano on the chorus, and heavily distorted
1: vocals yes okay <laughs> I'm excited what what, oh. have, what, have you, what have you got what have you got one of the things that
0: I love about parachute is the guitar in this song the acoustic guitar is I mean I don't even know if it's an acoustic it could just be like an electric 12 string it just sounds beautiful right but it's it's tuned to an open D so when you pluck all of the strings at once, It's naturally a D chord if you don't have anything pressed down on the fretboard. So you can do a lot with that to kind of tool around on different chords with it and kind of play some fancy stuff while still staying on chord Mm. with it. I see. So I said open D tuning for the guitar. I went with a drum breakdown because we get kind of a marching band style snare kind of walk at the end towards the end of the song. Yes. And I love that. It uh it really helps like pace the song into a into its third chapter and it's great. I love it. Absolutely. And next up I've got beautiful harmonies. Okay. Because the harmonies in this song are great. They intertwine with each other. Some of my favorite just like singing two separate lines that just weave in and out from each other. Mm. so well done uh, I absolutely love it and it's it's something that Guster does very well especially on this album yes and so b- beautiful solid interweaving harmonies and interweaving wasn't actually one part of my aspects I just said that mm. just now right uh, so be- beautiful solid harmonies fantastic so by my count uh-huh. our musical aspects are open detuning tuning solid harmonies, a drum breakdown, loud verses, solo piano on the chorus, and heavily distorted vocals. Yes. Our lyric aspects are... And our other aspects
1: are... So, you know, we got a lot of work to do. Yes. Now, I'm ready to throw this out immediately. If... You're not into it. But this is the first time, I think, when we haven't had any lyrical aspects whatsoever. Right. And so there is an opportunity here for an instrumental. The only issue is we have vocals Vocals. and
0: harmonies mentioned. Okay. So while we don't have any aspects about the lyrics themselves, we do have aspects about the vocals got it got it got it got it yes absolutely agreed otherwise you know i'd be super down for an instrumental we'll keep we'll keep we'll keep our our ears out for for the opportunity we definitely have some opportunity coming up in the uh early 90s century. late 80s mm-hmm. and yeah once we get into the 19th century for sure
1: <laughs> it's gonna be heavy hip-hop or instrumentals it's gonna be right nothing in between
0: We're going to have a uh, Kendrick Lamar-Modest Mussorgsky mix-up. Yeah. That's going to be great. It's going to be really great. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so many years away. All right. So, um, just contending with some mortality here, and we're back. Okay. (sighs) So, we've got
0: a piano in the chorus. Okay. We've got a guitar in the verses, and that guitar is tuned to open D right uh and is loud mm-hmm. which can easily be done okay i love the idea of having a distorted guitar in open d to add some flair to the chords and still have it sound good without like holding the chord shape or anything for right. too long i think that's a very interesting approach cool yes we've got a drum breakdown right feels kind of bridgey or or outro-y. Yep. I like the idea of it being a bridge just because it's used as an outro in Parachute. Fair enough. Yes. Yep. And then heavily distorted vocals and harmonies for those vocals. I would say throughout the entirety of the song, the heavily distorted vocals would obviously work very well. Ooh, how would you feel about this? Okay. Heavily distorted vocals in the verse to match the loud verses. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty... And solid harmonies during the chorus with just the piano, non distorted, to have that, like, have a, a strong dichotomy there. Yes. And then maybe trying to bring them in at the end to have heavily distorted vocals, but still with
1: solid harmonies. I think that sounds great. That sounds really good. Awesome. Awesome. Uh you reminded me I did try to mash up these two songs on rave.dj. Yeah. The worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I would imagine. <laughs> uh so if you haven't if you haven't heard March of the Pigs, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say honestly, not my favorite song. Sure. That makes sense to me. It's in 298 time. <laughs> because it has it has three bars of 7-4, and then, w- no, of 7-8, and one bar of 4-4. Four, four. So it, it's just, I mean, chaotic's not exactly the right word, but it's just hard to find the right beat to it the whole time. Yeah. And it's it's absolutely... Buck Wild, yeah, uh, for sure. So, yeah, three bars of seven eight, and then a bar of four four, which take that up to eight eight. Right, you get twenty one eight, eight eight twenty nine eight yeah. time is something else.
1: <laughs> That's the biggest fraction I think I've ever heard a time signature be talked about in. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so what do we
0: want this song to sound like? I mean, we already know we're going to have distorted vocals and therefore also distorted guitars. I mean, it seems like it's going to be kind of grunge-rocky
1: anyway. Sure, sure. So we we have like an option for like... I was about to say something silly. For like an Alanis Morissette sort of situation. Okay. Or for... More of like a uh, loud, quiet, loud Pixies sort of deal, which would also work. So yeah, I mean, grunge and alternative have lots of of touchstones for this kind of thing. Yeah, if that's where we want to be.
0: I like being in grunge. I think it's a okay. good, a a good kickoff point for us. I
1: think I think that's I and mean, that's 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 fair. Salsa and polka were the things that I was like. Do I say those out loud? And I said no. Don't say those out loud.
0: No, no. I don't think uh, the. I don't think that most of these would work for salsa or polka. <laughs> I mean, loud versus yes. Yeah. Polka in D. I mean, I could change the key, but yeah, it'd be awkward. Yeah. But I mean, also would work with the solo piano. You could just take everything else out and just throw in a piano in there. Why am I talking myself into this? This is bad. This is bad. No, I will not.
1: Okay. So we're in a grungy place. Yep. We got loud, distorted vocals and loud guitars and open D in the verses, piano and soft ish, beautiful harmony sort of stuff in the chorus, drum breakdown in the bridge. Yes. And maybe try and sort of do some weaving. Uh, in an out the outro or towards the end of the song, potentially, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so is this is this like a a a pretty classic like guitar, drum, bass, piano sort of you know deal? I th- like a I think so. Blink one eighty two. If we're all honest with ourselves, sort of deal. Um.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So maybe a little pop punk instead
1: of grunge. Some yeah, some somewhere in there. Yeah. Maybe.
0: Let me see if I can get that voice. Hold on. Oh.
1: <laughs> you. You. Oh. No.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think I can get there. I think I got pop punk. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but polka, if you uh, did the. <laughs> pop punk polka. I I pretty we'd get sued. I'm pretty sure Weird Al probably has Weird the Al chamber. would yeah, <laughs> <For>
0: sure. <laughs> uh.
1: Okay, I I like this as a pop pop uh, a pop punk song. Okay, we can and you know it can be one of, like a some forty one y like it's pop punk but there's also sort of grungy stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, the grunge side of pop punk. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay. What do
0: we want it to be about? What do we want the lyrics to be there, lyricist?
1: I mean, like, so typical grunge stuff would be either about I don't care or I care so much. I guess grunge is I care so much. With the exception being Nirvana, and then punk and pop punk is sort of I don't care, kind of a you know, Green Day Longview, sort of all I do is sit around and masturbate sort of stuff. Um, yeah. so it could be as I don't care as as like a I have not you know, nothing to do today sort of stuff, or like a a you know, landlord sort of Kicking me out, kind of deal. Like, a... ooh,
0: I am not happy with my landlord right now. Right. So,
1: I'm let's do an anti landlord song. Great, fantastic. Okay. Hey, Daniel, uh, can you tell me like three things, three gripes that you have uh, about your landlord? I would love to.
0: <laughs> they take forever to fix things. In this case, 2 weeks to fix my AC in the uh, hottest days of July. Not cool. Quite literally. They, hmm, it's a good way to phrase this without just
1: sounding like I'm whining? I'm I'm not I'm not sure you necessarily need to make that at it. Okay. <laughs> they didn't want to
0: listen to what I felt was a logical argument about why I should have some of my rent taken off for this month. Okay. And uh, third, they just charge
1: too damn much. Now, um, how would you feel if uh, <laughs> I took uh, the Declaration of Independence uh, as a little bit of an inspiration here, just sort of, a, "He has done this, he has done that sort of uh, listing of grievances kind of kind of situation. It wouldn't I be would feel a, fine with that. A parody. it would just be sort of like... A reference. Format. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm on board. Cool. Good. That was a test. That was a Patriot test. Gross. Gross. Oh. Release the Greta Gerwig comment. Just re- I, I, I cancel myself. Yep. let just... <laughs> Those feel like good verses, or at least content for, you know... Yeah. Like... I don't know if it would be three verses or if it would be two verses with three things. I don't know. We'll see. What is the chorus going to be like? When it's piano and it's angry, but it's it's nice. I think of Ben Folds' sort of song right. for the dumped sort of situation. Is it just going to be sort of a more cathartic sort of like a almost like a slogan or like a like a a chorus that is sort of. Not a lot of words, but is more of like a repeated statement or a repeated interjection. An exclamation point sentence.
0: Yeah, it's an interjection. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, because an interjection shows excitement or emotion and is generally set apart from a sentence by an exclamation point or by a comma when the feeling is not as strong. Right. It sounds so much like interruption that I think that I was conflating the two. Fair. I couldn't help but quote Schoolhouse Rock. Uh, I would apologize, but I'm not sorry. Don't, that's who I don't
1: am. be sorry because that makes me feel better about <laughs> why that was such a specific thing that you said. Perfect.
0: <laughs> I like it being an interjection repeated. Something like, I'm moving out. Something like, Mama, if that's moving up, then I'm moving out.
1: Oh, that's good. I like that. Is that an original?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. No one's ever sung that in the history of anything. Anthony works at a grocery store. What's that? I like where you're going with this. <laughs> Listen, we're making we're making a hit right here.
1: <laughs> Does he drive a
0: Cadillac? Ac, 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 ac? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Working this is too great. hard we're doing can great. give you
1: a cardiac arrest. Rest, 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 rest. We'll work on it. I'll figure something else. We'll on. work on it. There's something that rhymes with Cadillac <laughs> that I'm not thinking of.
0: Yeah, I don't know
1: arrest of the cardiac yak 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 yak. There we go.
0: There we go. That's, That's it. Probably, yeah. yeah there
1: we go. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, cool. So yeah, some some like, sort of
0: declarative statement,
1: like a kind of a kind of a fuck you, but like we don't necessarily need to have just that be the be the chorus. Right. Right, 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 right. The 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 feel of it without the sort of a a, a descriptive, not a prescriptive sort of deal where it's like doesn't have yes. to say it but we know what it means sort of deal.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Cool. Great. Well, I mean I love it. Yeah, let's let's stick it to the landlords. Let's. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh I guess that's going to be it
0: for our uh for our show. I love it. Thank you, as always, for listening. When this episode comes out, you can find these songs on our Frankenstein's Jukebox Host Picks playlist on Spotify, Mm -hmm. link in the show notes. You can find the song promises we've done, uh, as well as the song promises we will be releasing, available on uh, SoundCloud, also link in the show notes. Excellent. And you can find also information about Scavengers Network in the show notes uh we are proud members of the scavengers network this is a great network of amazing creators uh that have such such great content to to go through we've got shows like side character quest where ty hosts this show where they're playing dnd but it's him and one other person and they are a side character in a larger story and it is an absolute delight it's just a it's a brilliant concept excellently executed Yes. We've got Timeline Scavengers. James, would you like to talk about Timeline Scavengers?
1: Oh, sure. Um, Yeah, Timeline Scavengers is a uh, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, as Colin and I define it, television and movie podcast sort of discussion program. Uh, The hook is that we're going through the MCU in historical order, by which we mean if there's a flashback to 20 years ago, we cover it when when it's flashing back to, as opposed to during the movie where the flashback is taking place so you know we're actually where we are right now uh in the middle of 2023 is basically we're in parents dying slash superhero origin summer like it's uh, just yes parents dying one after just left and right just dropping like flies just really giving people inspiration and uh and sort of egging them on to do their very best great power and 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 such um so, yeah, but it's, uh, it's going to be not very long before getting into uh, Captain Marvel in 1995, and uh, that will take us through the end of the year. It's just a really great time. We do deep dives into things um, as we see them, like, you know, whether they have to do with the specific scene or something that we see in the scene. It's just, it's a really fun time, and Colin and I have a great time making it. Love it. Love yeah. it.
0: Yeah, thanks. And you can find more information about them linked in the show notes. As always, a huge thanks to Kelp Rabbit for our amazing mm-hmm. logo, our artwork and everything. More, A link to more of her stuff, again, in the show notes. Those show notes are just chock full of... Chock info. full of links for you to find out more stuff. Go click them. And you know what? While you're clicking on those, go ahead and do us a favor and click us on a, on a five-star review. Yeah, uh, rate, rate and review us just for giggles. If you haven't already, we would really appreciate
1: it. Those show notes are like are like Daniel's video game history. Chock full of links. Hey, it's a Zelda joke.
0: Love it. Very good. Give yourself a high five. Now pull your hand away at the
1: last second. Oh, Ugh. Oh, gosh. Self burn. Gotcha. Dang it. I follow instructions so well. <laughs> you do. I'm so <laughs> proud of you.
0: Give yourself a real high five for that, for doing that bit. That was great.
1: You can trust you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's just not delve into that right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening so much. Uh, and as always, see you last year. The Scavengers Network Creator driven, community focused, treasured content.